Welcome to Mentioned in Dispatches, the podcast from the Western Front Association, with me, Dr Tom Thorpe. The WFA is the UK's largest Great War History Society. We are dedicated to furthering understanding of the Great War and have over 50 branches worldwide. For more information, visit our website at westernfrontassociation.com. It is the 16th of May, 2021, and this is episode 207A. This is a special edition to mark Wargraves Week 2021, run by the Commonwealth Wargraves Commission. I'm joined today by Simon Bendry, Head of Education and Engagement at the Commission. Simon spoke to me about Wargraves Week from his office in Berkshire. Simon, welcome back to the Mentioned in Dispatches podcast. Could you start by telling us about yourself and your new role at the Commission? Yeah, thank you, Tom. It's it's great to be back. Um, yeah, last time I was here, I was um, just sort of coming to the end of my role as the Programme Director for the First War Centenary Battlefield Tours Programme. Um, that came to an end at the end of March last year. And in April of last year, I joined the Commonwealth Wargraves Commission uh, with responsibility for developing education and community engagement. So I'm now the, the head of education and engagement at the commission and responsible really for the development of all of our um, outreach offer, ultimately tasked with raising the profile of the commission uh, with, with right across um, the age range from primary school children upwards um, and across all broad elements of our global community. Um, so my role really is to look at how we do this and reach ever um, sort of broadening audiences. So we're here to talk about War Graves Week. So what is War Graves Week? Yeah, so so War Graves Week has been conceived really as a, as a new um, large scale uh, public community engagement opportunity. What we really want to do is to encourage um, people and communities um, to come together and sort of discover and to learn about the work of the Commonwealth War Graves Commission right across the globe. But by in doing so, by visiting um, their local war graves, and um, we're going to be doing this each year um, around the anniversary of the founding of the commission in May of 1917, and therefore this year uh, war graves week will be running from the 21st of May. Now, as yeah, your listeners will be well aware, yeah, Remembrance Day and anniversaries are usually the place where um, people really focus on the work of the commission. We get those mentions, but it's actually sort of at this time of year, sort of early months, early summer months, where it's a fantastic time to be visiting the cemeteries responsible. And therefore, it's a great time to connect with their local heritage in a, in a different way outside of those periods. And as I said, the days are longer. The, the cemetery themselves look stunning at this time of year. And therefore, it gives uh, the general a fantastic opportunity to engage with our sites when they really do look um, at their very, very best. So during the week, what we're going to be offering is a range of different events uh, for the public to engage with at sites right across the UK, um, as well as developed online offer. Now, this year, it is uh, restricted to the UK. It's really a, a pilot for us to, to launch it and get things going. Uh, but we plan to grow year on year and it's taking place right across our global estate. So is your focus primarily on the sort of the UK home territory, partly because of the pandemic? Um, it is in part. Um, yes, that was uh, sort of very much um, the decision. Um, and it's also, understandably, it's where our sort of head offices and where our sort of core engagement team is currently based in growing at the last year. And therefore, yeah, it's, it's really an opportunity for us to start in the UK with something that will grow, as I said, year on year um, and get bigger and truly sort of be then taken up and represented at CWGC sites right across the globe. So tell me, what can people find in Wargraves? So during Wargraves Week, um, as I said, what we're very much going to be focusing on this year is uh, Wargraves in the UK. 
Now, um, many of your listeners will associate the work that we do with the cemeteries and memorials on the former battlefields of the First and the Second World War, um, and those um, situated right across the globe. However, what we've certainly found um, in the last couple of years is that people um, are less aware of the scale of commemoration in the UK. Uh, People may be surprised to know that there are over 300,000 commemorations in the UK alone. Um, These are people from right across the globe um, who fought and died serving with British Imperial or Allied forces during the World Wars. And therefore, what we really want to do is to raise the profile of these cemetery memorials and these um, sort of scattered graves, which are within the UK, um, both with um, local people, but also with our global audience. As as I said, over 300,000 commemorations at more than 31,000 different sites. And that's just within the UK. So that leads me on to my next question is how can people get involved? Well, as I said, yeah, people in this, um, certainly in the UK, are never far from a war grave um, in one way or another. Um, The sort of simplest way to get involved for many people um, is through our recently refurbished app, which will allow you to identify where your closest war graves are uh, that we care for. As I said, over 300,000 commemorations at more than 31,000 different sites. Now, a third of those commemorations in this country are actually on memorials, and some of the large commission memorials are actually in the UK. Uh, listeners may be aware of the large naval memorials, um, those at Plymouth, Portsmouth, and Chatham, um, and also the uh, Merchant Marine and Merchant uh, Navy Memorial at Tower Hill, uh, with a large number of commemorations. But then also the lesser known naval memorials um, at Liverpool, that uh, lower stuffed, um, and also the Hollybrook Memorial in Southampton. These are right across the UK that people can access. And also what often surprises many people is the large number of commissioned plots, um, the, the cemeteries that they're so often uh, so used to seeing um, overseas, that actually within the UK, we have quite a number of sites with hundreds of headstones um, that look very um, similar to those sites that people associate with plots overseas. Um, Brookwood in Surrey, for example, is the largest commission site in the UK. Uh, there we have more than 5,000 burials uh, from both world wars, a very large First World War plot, and then further plots associated with the Second World War and with the RAF. And at that site alone, you can discover the stories of people from at least sort of 20 different nationalities, people who uh, fought for the Allied cause. And it, it's one of those sites, as with so many others, that is truly representative of that sort of world war. And In addition to that, um, Brookwood is also the site of the 1914 to 1918 memorial um, to those who have no known grave UK. And that in itself um, is always being updated as the sort of in from the cold cases um, identify the final resting place of casualties from the First World War and therefore work planned with that in the future. But that's as, as an aside. As I said, across every region, there are very large commission plots that people can visit, as I said, reminiscent of those sites that they associate um, with the Western Front. And these sites themselves are often associated with training camps, with base depots, with hospitals. But also it is the more than four and a half thousand sites in the UK where um, people will discover the the scattered graves, that isolated or single commission headstone um, that no doubt many listeners, uh, if they're anything like me, are used to spotting a mile off as you yeah, walk down a path and you spot a commission headstone over there in the, in the churchyard. But more than four and a half thousand of those UK. So what we're really hoping is that we're going to get um, the public out and about to sort of visit these sites during Wargraves Week. We're going to be hosting a series of activities and events that people can get involved in. We're going to have a a week-long digital festival 
uh, which will both sort of encourage people to to visit um, digitally um, some of our largest sites across um, Great Britain, but also introduce them to the work that the Commission does on a global scale and other opportunities that they can get involved. We'll also sort of be taking, in effect, a, sort of a deep dive into the into a day in the life of the Commission um, during that week, uh, giving a real insight to the broad range of tasks that we undertake, um, the roles that we fulfil. Um, right through to um, launching a new children's activity book, uh, which will launch during that week, looking to get sort of primary school age children um, engaged in, again, the work that we do by giving them sort of things to look for, looking to engage with the cemeteries and memorials, hoping that they will discover more about us and start learning about the work that we do. We're also um, involved in a, in a range of podcasts this week and during that week, this, this one. And through those, we hope to reach some new audiences and raise that awareness. But one of the big things that we're going to be launching um, during Wargraves Week is a new volunteer-led um, guided tours programme. So we're going to be offering at more than 40 different sites right across the UK, uh, volunteer-led um, guided tours. Um, these are going to be running from sort of Falmouth in the southwest all the way up to Lerwick in the Shetlands um, and not quite everywhere in between, but certainly at lots of places right across the UK. So these will be offered um, free to the public. There'll be ability to book onto these through our website so people can get out and about within the UK, discover our sites, learn more about those sites within their local area and those local connections to historical connections, but also to the individuals um, who are buried and commemorated at those sites. So that's one of the big things watching uh, during Wargraves Week. So how can we engage the next generation to get involved in commemoration and understanding the First World War? It's a perennial problem we've had at the WFA. How is the Commonwealth Wargraves uh, approaching this issue? So yeah, as you say, it's a big challenge and it was one I was very much um, involved in in my previous role at UCL with the Battlefields Programme. One of the things we're doing as part of Wargraves Week, it's an opportunity for us to be really sort of pushing um, new projects that we've been developing over the course of the last 12 months. So we've recently um, invested heavily um, in the volunteer programs. So we now have um, nearly 300 volunteers who've been trained um, by ourselves to deliver talks and guided tours at um, locations right across the UK. So with those, um, with our sort of public engagement network and with those volunteers, we're now sort of hoping um, to be able to sort of reach out to those um, younger audiences um, through schools and youth organisations um, to both offer um, to give a series of talks on different aspects of the Commission's work, but also um, enabling them to visit those sites and make more of them. Uh, we've also got on our website now a series of, sort of self-guided tours, so information um, sheets for visitors of some of our larger sites in the UK that they can download in advance um, to discover more. So looking to support sort of schools and teachers uh, with taking their own groups um, as well. But then the offer there, starting Wargroves Week and then continuing right through the summer, is for these sort of talks and tours. And one of the things that is going to be starting to um, come to fruition during Wargroves Week is a project we've been running um, since the beginning of this year with the RAF Air Cadets, um, looking to get them involved again um, giving them talks about the organisation, encouraging them visiting site, to visit sites, but also conducting research into the Air Force casualties in their local area. And during Wargraves Week, those air cadets are going to be supporting us at a number of um, our large-scale events at Brookwood, at Runnymede, um, in Cambridge and in Harrogate, where the cadets themselves are going to be front and centre of sharing some of the research that they've been doing, looking to engage with the public, and therefore very much being part of that sort of an active sort of new generation coming through. Um, so we're very much looking, therefore, as the year goes on beyond Wargraves Week, to again be engaging other youth organisations and schools 
uh, with this sort of, uh, research and visits project. My final question is, where can people learn more about Wargraves Week? So the best place to learn more about Wargraves Week is through the Wargraves Commission website, uh, cwc.org. Uh, there is going to be a dedicated pages to Wargraves Week. Um, there will also be events pages outlining all the different events that are going to be taking place from them guided tours, the, the virtual talks that will be taking place, the digital festival, all of that be outlined through the events pages, uh, but also through our regional Facebook pages as well. So on Facebook, um, each region uh, has a dedicated Facebook page as well as the Commission's main um, social media channels. All of these will be utilised to really try and sort of raise the profile and encourage people to get engaged during that week. So, yeah, lots going on. Um, and we really hope that yeah, listeners will seek out those opportunities local to them. So, I mean, thank you very much for the update. My absolute pleasure, Tom. All the best. You have been listening to the Mentioned in Dispatches podcast from the Western Front Association with me, Tom Thorpe. Thank you for all my guests for appearing on this edition. The theme music for this podcast was George Butterworth's The Banks of Green Willow. It was performed by the BBC National Orchestra of Wales, conducted by Chris Russman and produced by Biz Records. This recording is part of a collection of orchestral works by Butterworth performed by the BBC National Orchestra of Wales and supported by the Western Front Association. This is available from all good record stores under the record code BIS2195. Until next time. <laughs>